Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Real with Jordan and Demi. I'm Jordan Edwards in Los Angeles, in New York. We got Demi Ramos. What's going on? Hi. One day in the near future, we will be in the same city. We switch places, but for now, we are on two different coasts. We've got a great show today. We've got uh, a R&B singer, a pop singer, a Latinx singer, all sorts of different genres going on. She's got a new single, Money Dance, coming out tomorrow, St. Patrick's Day. Let's hear it for Alas. What's going on? Hi, how are you? It's Lynn, how are you? I'm great. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. Now, first of all, I got to, uh, you know, shout out your, your Money Dance hat. That's good marketing right there. I'm on brand, baby. I come yeah. ready. I come yeah, prepared. Yeah, yeah. Are you a hat person in general? Yes. Lately, I've been. Oh, my God. In L.A., I feel like. I just moved to LA, so now I'm like the sun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying I moved here three weeks ago. So. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about the move to LA because I feel like everyone's like story goes. You know, I moved to LA with nothing, and then my life started. Tell us about your move. Well, I'm very grateful that I didn't move to LA like years and years ago when I was younger and I thought I was like ready because <laughs> no, like no, 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 baby, no. Like I'm just so happy that I'm here. I'm a little bit older now. Like when I say older, I'm not like you know 50 47. years old. You're 47. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm right. Like I'm a couple years older than when I was first like getting started in the music industry and. I just um, thought, I guess, years ago that I was more ready than I than I am now. And now I'm so happy that I finally did make the move because I know more, yeah, wiser. Um, I'm able to make clear mind decisions. I'm able to be myself and not feel like I need to fit in with a group or whatever, you know? So I feel like it was the right time now. And I feel like I can be the artist that I was meant to be um, and not let anybody kind of sway me from, you know, how I feel I should be, you know? Um, but getting out here is, is always like moving cross country. I grew up in New Jersey, born and raised. Whoa. Shout out to the East Coast. Those motherfuckers. I, I, let me tell you something. You could you take the girl to the East Coast, but mm -hmm. that attitude is still going to stay, mm -hmm. okay? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I feel like I'm still going to be like an East Coaster my whole life. Like the attitude and the people, the vibe over there. It's just like the vibe I connect with more. Um, L.A. is amazing for the sun. You know, I love I love the weather. Um, sometimes I just meet characters I'm not so fond of. I will say that. I feel like we all have those L.A. experiences. You know what I mean? Where it's like, let's work. Let's get in. Let's go in the studio. And then you, you're like never hear back. You're like, mm -hmm. okay, well, I'm about the work. So it's okay. You know. What, what took you so long to move out to L.A.? Why did you do it now? Because you've been putting out music for six or seven years yeah. at this point. So why now? I think, honestly, um, well, my family like convinced me. It's my family over me. Um, my sister actually already lives in California. So my... Uh, my whole family like moved out of Jersey and there was no reason for me to stay. I have some family there, but like my immediate family like moved out. So I, I spoke with my father who is like just the wisest person I know. And he was telling me, you know, your sister's in California. I, I would really love for you guys to be together. You know, I think mm -hmm. as your parents get older, they kind of look at you and your siblings and they just like hope that you guys have that connection forever and just are always going to be together when they're not here eventually. And I'm sure that he kind of uh, thought that it would be good if we were, you know, we, we're best friends. So 
it's just a good thing for us to be near each other. And it just so happens that I make music. I'm in the entertainment industry and a lot of the people I work with are already here. So it just yeah, kind of worked kind of, out. The whole music industry just kind of like after COVID just kind of drifted out here. Right. And, crazy. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. So word has it. I want to talk about like, we're going to get to like the new releases, but one thing I was so excited to talk to you about was your credits on all of your music. You're also a producer and on a lot of your music, you have producer credits. And I want to talk about that because a lot of artists right now, you know, literally have like 10 writers, 10 producers on a single song. And it's like, does the song even have anything to do with the artists anymore? Um, And I think it's so cool and so honorable that you are so involved in your projects. So yeah, tell us about that. Thank you so much. I uh, grew up writing music. When I was a little kid, I would write music. I'm sure it wasn't very good then. So, um, you know, I got better. I think that writing is how I release my expression. Like when I feel like I have to say something, you know how people might have their journal entries, their diaries, whatever it is. Um, When I when something's on my mind and it's just constantly clouding anything I have to do and I'm just constantly thinking about it, I'm like, that, that means I need to write a song. So throughout the years, I mean, I've, I've learned how to record and engineer myself from the people I've worked with. I've learned how to, you know, create sort of a formula when I write from other co-writes that I've done. And I think that Mm -hmm. co-writing is great. And I think that it's great to even have a lot of people in the studio because you can learn how people write. You can learn their formula. Um, but through those processes, I've just been able to create alone. And I feel like that's when I'm in my element. I feel like I always tell people this, like, I don't know, you know, what you guys believe in. I'm super spiritual and stuff. So when I'm writing in the studio, I'm like, this is what I'm here to do because I feel most alive. I feel like that is when like I, my vibrations are up. I feel like I'm just in the right place. I'm meant to do this. This is what I was like put on earth to do. And that's really what excites me is making music. So I've just learned how to create alone because I don't know, it's just like my little therapy time almost. And also it's cheaper than therapy. So let's go. Do you have like recording routines or like rituals or like preparations, like incense, meditation, marijuana like (laughs) (laughs) even though i'm in california no i don't do any like you know keep that throat clear right like i gotta be able to like hit my notes and everything right you have an operatic background yes oh my gosh you guys did your research i love when that happens oh my god demi 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 doesn't talk about it much but she does too a little bit really Oh yeah. So you definitely have seen like the, the prep and stuff, right. That goes into it. I feel like mm-hmm. my, I had vocal trainers. I would always like teach me just drink room temperature water and just, mm-hmm. you know, like keeping the humidifier, like keeping your humidifier in your bedroom and stuff like that. Um, in my home studio, I'm in my home setup right now. I have like a little, a little vibe going. I like to put, I create at night cause I'm a night owl. I don't know. That's just the way my brain works. So I usually put on like some lights in the room. I usually have like, you know, sort of like you have, you know, like the night light that's so popular on TikTok now, you know, that thing that I had it before TikTok. Is it a projector? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. But let me say something. I had I had this light before, you know, TikTok made it famous. And I was Let's like, no, not everybody has it. But yeah, so I have like little lights I set up. I always like candles, big on like, like just scents. And I think that it goes for just anytime I'm like in my home. I always like have candles lit. So, you know, so that kind of vibe. But nothing like abnormal. It's just little cute things that make me happy. Yeah. And you play piano guitar at least i know you play those yeah um when you 
do you like, or do you do it like Elton John style where you like sit at the piano and you like play out a little melody that you got in your head and then you like try to write lyrics to it or how does that work? So it usually starts with a track at this point. I feel like I like to produce. I like to get involved. I like to get involved. Maybe I'll play some chords or if I'm in the room with somebody too, I like to do that too. And I'm like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking of. Or I have a lot of voice notes. Like my voice notes are endless and there's just so many ideas in there. At this point I have to start naming them because it's too much. Uh, but like 1,808. <laughs> yeah. And it like, you know, now the iPhone does this new thing where it puts like where you are and I'm like, did I need oh, to know? I was in a Canyon when I wrote this little melody, <laughs> like, you know, it like puts things like on the on the your location but yeah um i say at this point it starts with a track for me so i like to co-produce tracks or i'll just pull up a track that you know producers are always sending me tracks so i like to just like pull up vibes as soon as i hear something if i have like a melody going or an idea i put it into my pro tool session and i'm just like off to the races usually start with like a melody so i'll start like right here where i'm sitting you know but it's usually nighttime and there's like you know it's like little vibes here and i'll just start being like ah, ah, and like just start humming right you know because like that's okay. you know yeah my brain starts in melody and then from there I just words fall out of my mouth and then that's how the song is formed do you comp your own vocals I like yes how okay girl <laughs> sometimes you know you never know girl I've been doing Ariana like and Rosalia does but I'm like mm, I don't know yeah I engineer everything so like literally people think it's it's so interesting because I guess when you're a female in the music industry they don't expect you to be like literally but like I'll be in the room with people and I'm like can you move over and I like sit at the at the table and like get on like Pro Tools. I comp everything. So I I operate Pro Tools now like a beast. Like people, I've been in sessions where they're like, Alas, can you just like engineer? I'm like, I don't engineer. Like I just do that for myself. Like I don't engineer people, yeah. like, you know? Uh, but yeah, I'm really good at Pro Tools at this point, like a beast. I started recording probably like 2017 myself and I was, was kind of slow at first, but now I like have my template. I have my whole setup, comp everything myself. I probably do like 15 to 20 takes every time I do something, unless it's like I'm having a really good day, I might do like five and then just start to comp it together just to get the right performance. But yeah, everything. And I mix too. Like I mix the song, like actually all the songs, almost all of them are mixed by me that have been, that have come out on um, Spotify or anywhere that you listen to them online. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Speaking of production, I noticed some of your tracks. Now your new track, we'll get into Money Dance in a second. Demi wants to ask you about the Money Dance. Okay. But some of your previous, your more recent singles, um, like I was listening to, uh, I want to make sure I get the right. I was listening to One in a Million last night. And One in a Million has this kind of like, it's a little bit vapor wavy, kind of hazy, kind of like, kind of almost, I know you don't, uh, you don't partake in the marijuana, but it's kind <laughs> of a dreamy kind of vibe. So um, do you gravitate towards those kind of like trippy sounds? I think I gravitate towards anything that reminds me of disco. Um, also, like just anything that's like a little bit 80s. Um, yeah. One in a million to me was like, okay, so I love like Quincy Jones production. Like he's one of my yeah, top, yeah, like, yeah. top five producers, like without a doubt. He actually follows me on Twitter and I like, I like freaked out, but I don't think that's him that operates his Twitter. So I don't know, you know, but like, maybe. I love, yeah, maybe you never know. Um, but yeah, I love any production that's like that. And I was going through this phase where I was just like recording songs that were like that. There was like, like 10 of them that I did that. There's even one where um, I sampled George Benson's like, well, it's Quincy Jones, like, give me the night. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I freaking love that era. Like, I don't know. I just love it so much. But I think like musically right now, I'll just do whatever like speaks to me. But yeah, stuff like that. If it, if I feel it, I mean, it, it makes me want to write. And then that's just what happens. Sometimes I can't plan these things. I would yeah. call that orchestral R&B, I think is like a good mm, way to describe that. I like it. There's a lot of like strings, it. a lot of horns. You right. Know. Right. Yeah. Live instrumentation. I love that about music. Like when you can actually take it like a band and put, put a band to it and it still sounds so great. Yeah. You know, what's crazy. I was just thinking right now was okay. So wig, right? Wig. <laughs> Yo, I saw like the video, like, <laughs> like you had this posted on your IG and it was just so boss. And I think it's so cool that like seeing you just like strip down, just like you, like the person and then you have you have this this like character almost like Beyonce does like you could just flip it and then you're that character how do you kind of separate the character um from you know the you or is it is it like how much of you is in the character right I feel like we're as an artist we're sort of like diamonds and we have all these facets to us mm -hmm. and when I'm performing it's just like a monster comes out, like in the best way possible. But it's like very, um, how do I explain? Like, I just know when it's the lights, camera, action, it's nothing shy. You know what I mean? Like, I like to do a lot of stuff stripped down because I feel like you kind of like get to that layer of the, the artist better. I go live on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I go live on TikTok like every night and I'm always like this, like no makeup. I'll be in a hat, like a little t-shirt and just like talking to the LS army. But when I'm on camera for like a video or something, like I let people know, like, this is the reason y'all are here. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, this is the reason. And I also have done my research. I feel like as an artist, I want to be known, not just for like, yeah, I'm writing the music and recording and being an engineer. All that stuff is great. But like, when you come and see me, I want you to feel like, oh, sh we're turning up. Yeah, right, right. Can I curse on here? I was just yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I just want people to feel that way when they see me. Like, um, even on screen on camera, I always want. I've always said to any director I work with, like especially lately, like if you see me, I want to feel like you're watching a star. You know what I mean? And, and you clearly know, like this is a star. You well, know within I mean? the within the pop music landscape now, the the bar is so high in terms of styling, and in terms of aesthetics. Do you feel competitive with other pop singers, other dance vocalists? Because there is a, it is saturated right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely can be. I think I've learned to try to just focus. And I've, I've had these days where if I'm having a day where I don't feel like the best version of myself, which we all have, you know, we can always say, you know, that Rihanna like quote where it's like, what do you do when you're not feeling? And she's like, pretend like, <laughs> I feel like um, when I'm, I, it is very competitive and I, and I know that, right. Because that's why like I'm here. And I think I've, I've learned that obviously over time, but I think that when you're having those types of moments, when you realize it's super competitive, just to stay away from like looking at the competition and just focus on yourself because you, you, at the end of the day, you really can only compete with yourself. So when I'm having those days, I don't feel the best. I just don't look at social media, like genuinely just don't even open it uh, because it'll just put you in a bad mindset and the low energy, like the low vibrational stuff like that, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't produce success. And I think you just have to be in the right mindset uh, to, you know, produce success. So yeah, it's definitely competitive, but I still keep going. Are you kidding me? I mean, I, you know, 50, 50 cents quotes, like get rich or die trying. Like mm -hmm. I live by this quote, not about like the whole get rich and get money, but like this mentality of make it happen or 
it's like I tell my fans this all the time. It's like I'm gonna make it happen or like I'm gonna die trying because literally it's there's one of two things that's gonna happen. One is like it's gonna happen or Halo like, said that. I'm gonna die before then. Oh, really? J Lo? Mm-hmm. I think I'm in an interview with Oprah or something like that. Oh, shit. I, I love wrong. that. I love it. Those are my two favorite people. It's fun. The origin of get rich or die trying. Was it J Lo or 50 Cent, the originator? Or maybe mm. it was somebody back in the 80s or 70s. Who mm. That's crazy, yo. That'd be a whole different, like, I wonder if you can watch about Oprah. the That's wild. Yeah. Right, right. No, I think, I mean, I've only heard 50 Cent, but like maybe it is somebody from before then and he just like yeah. doesn't say it, you know? Yeah. So you have this new um, single out, Money Dance, that's coming out tomorrow. Um, you mentioned you, you, you don't have to be rich, but it would be nice. Um, to be rich. This video looks rich. This video looks luxurious. You've got these like sick looking like purge outfits. You've got this kind of business attire outfit. You've got this thing going on. You've got this sort of like um, Janet Jackson meets Lady Gaga, you know, meets Little Kim vibe going on here. How much was a pain? How much of a pain was it to put this music video together because of all the um, detail aesthetics? Oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> I think I have like white hair growing from this music video. <laughs> um, but thank you so much. I appreciate first of all all of those comparisons. Like, whew, that is just like to be I do even it too much. I do it too much. I do too many comparisons. People, people. No, yeah, I love so. it. I love it. Are you kidding me? Those are icons, legends. Like what? I like even being listened to the same sentence or breath as them. I'm like, oh my God, I die. Um, so this, okay. You know, when you're, cause I'm still independent, right? So when you're independent, you know, you are like, you're, you're the one-stop shop. Like you run the ship. There's really nobody there. That's like calling the shots, you know, unless you have like, actually, no, I've never seen that. Like ever is when you're independent, it's just, you have to hold the reins. Like you have to have full control um, because no one's going to do anything unless you do do something for yourself. So I do all the treatments for my music videos. I would say they're getting, they're getting way better. Like this um, treatment for money dance was so intricate in terms of like, I was, I went through a phase where I loved watching like gangster Scarface, uh, Narcos, El Chapo, Pablo Escobar. And I just went through this phase where I was like, there are no females in this space. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you might see one or two shows where they kind of show like maybe a, a kingpin of a female, but it's never like to the stature of like Scarface or Pablo Escobar, wh- whatever, you know? And I was like, I want to show a character like this. I always love badass women like Tomb Raider, Angelina Jolie, the like the OG, you know, all of those types of films. I'm like, that is where I feel like this is the character that I, I connect with. I feel like we all want to be like this badass. Like when you're a female, I feel like you kind of have that side of you that's like, I want to be the badass bitch that you see in those films or whatever, you know, whether it's like there a little bit or not, like I feel that. And I wanted to show that in this video and in a way where it was like kind of racy, like in a way where it kind of, you you know, you see me counting money in like a vault. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you, what kind of, that's gotta be blood money. You know what I'm saying? Like in a way where it's not just like me going to the bank and like doing some legal shit. Like, I want you to feel like I can run a lucrative operation that is so like intricate and detailed, like Pablo Escobar, El Chapo, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. And I've, and having the girls as the dancers, I wanted them to, it to look like, you know, we could go and rob a place. Like this is some shit that, don't mess with us. You know what I mean? Like we're going to do a money dance. So I don't know. 
yeah, that's the vibe. I thought what was so cool about like, I don't know, I just saw the BTS um, video that you had posted, but I thought it was like the way you were sitting with all that money around you, it wasn't even like, yes, it was about the money, but it was about like, I made this myself. Right. Facts. You know? And I Facts. love that attitude. And that's like, that's the kind of message that I like. I'm like, right. yeah, that's we're moving forward as a, as a fucking, as an entire like gender, as an entire like more than just gender, but just as an entire like movement, we're moving forward. And, um, yeah, you're like one of those people like that are pushing that boundary. So I fuck with that. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's the vibe, especially because music, um, I feel like when it comes to entertainment or just honestly every so many so many avenues are male dominated right yes and like entertainment especially i think like i deal with so many men more than women and it's important to show like we make our own especially if you're just a female like even in like the dating right men do this thing where they need to woo you with their wallet and i'm mm. like like I make my own money. Like bring something else. In the I don't do that. Wow. I don't do that. <laughs> Y'all can spend your own money. <laughs> He's like, you're paying for dinner. <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like I just think that's important to be said. At the end of the day, you know that we can we have our own our own money. We don't need to like. It's like I never needed uh, you here because of your wallet. Like it's like provide quality instead of quantity of dollars right it's like mm -hmm. give me something to work with and i think that there, i've seen those situations whether it's myself or even through friends where it's like do, is do they think that's impressive like i don't know you know mm -hmm. i don't think so maybe some people get impressed by it but i feel like i've i've been taught to like fend for yourself like <laughs> like i've never been like given a handout my whole life like mm -hmm. i'm still independent like there's nobody here that's like running the the the, the operation like it's literally me. So I feel like it's so that's an East Coast mentality. Absolutely. Maybe. My goodness. Yeah. 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 Like it's like you can have all the money in the world, but like where is it coming from? Right. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. There's just you know so many things that you said. I'm, and it's important to celebrate your wins. That's why like Money Dance is like almost a celebratory song as well, where it's like if you made your own bread, right? Like mm -hmm. let's let's celebrate. Like because yeah you know like women should be heard and women should be respected and women first of all like women should be paid equally but that's a whole nother conversation mm -hmm. and it's just important that we're we're like given that look like we can do this ourselves like don't come for me like i can make a bag you know yeah, yeah. Well, we're certainly working up the bracket because i think like a male mentality is like you know sticking together and like i'm gonna give my homie the job rather than maybe the girl that's been working in the company for 10 years and like feels like she needs that position because she has the experience it's right. just little things like that but yo i actually wanted to ask you speaking of dating <laughs> okay let's talk about east coast boys versus west coast boys because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> you know <laughs> oh my you know, gosh like, what do you prefer and like were you a little kind of like hmm like yeah, just what do you prefer? Okay, so this is very <laughs> this is very interesting to me because I actually had this conversation with my friend recently. My friend's like, "What do you like?" And I'm like, "No one." Like, <laughs> I'm good. Like, I'm like literally no one. Um, so basically, uh, okay, uh, <laughs> I don't even I don't know where to start. So. I feel like there's a thing when you grow up, like in Jersey, right? We have like this hometown thing where it's like, there's people that will reach out to you that like went to high school with you, right? Mm -hmm. And I've seen this, right? And I'm like, nope. 
not happening because it's an issue when you're okay. No offense to people that stay in the place that they grew up in, but I just like to think bigger. I think as an artist, I'm thinking worldwide. I'm mm -hmm. thinking like when I'm thinking of touring, I'm thinking, let's go to Europe. Let's go to Australia. Let's go everywhere. Um, and people from home, I feel like that, at least from where I grew up in, it's very like you grow up in the same town, you live in there, and then you you work, you commute, you get a job and you kind of like build your family and you yeah. you just build, like you build where you where you know. And you get a nice like, spot in Hoboken. Yeah, right. You might you might branch out a little bit. You might get like move to a nicer area, but it's like there's really only like a certain like space that you know of and it and I feel like people don't expand their horizons there. And and that's why I don't really I can't I've never vibed with anybody like yeah, I've never vibed with anybody from home because I'm like you don't think like I do, you know? We just yeah. think differently. Um but then again, West Coast, you know, you know, <laughs> right, right. The, the, there's a different thing, right? Now there's a different thing to be said about like realness because people out here in LA, like I love y'all LA, but like I don't know something about the fakeness. Like Shami said, they're real. Okay, so I just like when people are more real, and that's why. I like just give it time. Real. Just give it time. You only been out here a little bit. <laughs> you find right. your real. You found your real man. Hey, Jordan's in LA. He's real. <laughs> <laughs> Right. But that's the other problem is like, not, I don't not that that was like a, not at all, but you got you, not you being a uh, Christian mingle over here. Said oh my God. Christian mingle. Farmers only. Plenty of fish. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I also just don't even have time. So I can't really speak for much. Mm -hmm. I do see a lot through my friends though. They've like, they've definitely given me like the, their whole rundown and I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. People do that. Like, okay. Yeah. So we'll see. So back to the music a little bit. Mm -hmm. I read an interview you did last year um, about the same time that the wig uh, came out, the song wig came out, and you um, mentioned that you had that you want to do more Latin flavored music. Yeah. How is that? Because you got a little bit, you got some, you got some a little bit of reggaeton kind of mixed in a little bit here and there, but yeah. you haven't done full fledged. Latin music. So where, where do you stand on that? I have a catalog now of Latin songs and I would love to venture into the Latin space fully. I just think I'm like one thing at a time because I have this thing where I'll be like, I'm going to conquer the world. And then like sometimes when you do a lot of things half-assed, you don't do anything really great. And, and I just think that I've like, I have to keep like my focus straight, keep priorities straight. So although I have like a lot of Latin music and there's like some plans happening right now for that, I would say like my priority right now is just like, you know, money dance and just the, the music that I've been making my whole life and just like really excelling forward with that. But like, that's part of the overall plan, like for sure. So if you see something come out, like in the next year with Latin, just know, like it was part of the plan. It's not like, oh, she's just going Latin now. Like best mm -hmm. believe this has been in the works, like in my overall, like mastermind, like my plan, you know, for a very long time, but it's just about timing. Think like a lot of things are about timing. It's like, it's, it's not, you know, it's a, it's a marathon. It's not like just a race. You know, I feel like I'm here for the long run and um, whether that happens like next year or in five years, when it comes to the Latin, you know, worlds, whenever I venture into it, I'm ready for whenever it comes, but you know, time will tell. I want to talk about the army. How do you pronounce the army? Just want to make sure. 
Allah's army. Allah's, Allah's army. Allah's, Allah's army. Oh, yeah. so it's like one full word. Allah's army. Yeah. Well, Allah's two words. No, Allah's army. Two words, you know? Well, you got your, I feel like you're, you have a big social media presence. You have music out. You're in the public eye. But what is something that maybe the army might not know about you? Hmm. <laughs> okay. I feel like they know a lot about me at this point because I go live every night. I mean, I do everything there. I like eat on live with them and I talk to them and do everything. But, <laughs> That's cool. but what's really important to mention is that like I had this whole discussion with them recently because I feel like there needs to be barriers set when it comes to the people that support you. Because although mm -hmm. I love, 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 like setting onto live and like sharing everything about my life with them, like anything that they ask me, I will willingly tell them because there's nothing to gatekeep here. Like, it's like, we're all, you know, if like, first of all, girls having girls was great. I love that. That's important because I feel like a lot of like people that I used to follow, I would be like, what do you use for your foundation? And like, they would just like hide it. I'm like, that's not cute. Like, first of all, mm -hmm. I'm never going to be you. So let's just like, cut that out. Okay. Like we're different people. Like just share your tips. So I've kind of learned that throughout time is like, just be like a person that's willing to share. But I also have explained to them that, you know, recently that like, it's important to have barriers because social media can be very, very draining. And sometimes mm. you find that people expect things from you. And like, sometimes it's like, uh, I don't owe you anything, even though I think that I do. Like a lot of the times my brain is like, they support you. Like you have to go out of the way. Like I'll send merch to like I'll send free merch all the time. Like they know I've spent so much money on just like shipping just because I'm like, you are in my live every night. I'm going to send you something or like you're here, like constantly commenting on my stuff. And I'm like, what's your address? I'm sending you merch. Like wow. I'll do free stuff like that all the time for them. But like the one thing that I think is important that, that a lot of fandoms like don't realize is just having that boundary because I, and I think it's hard for the artists because we go, you make us, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You make us, us, but it's also like, I, I share with you guys what I want to share with you guys. And I think that's important because a lot of artists aren't like given that space and like respect. And I think like it's important for, for fans to know, like I share with you guys what I want to give with you guys and anything outside of that, like might be off limits, you know, like knowing where I live, that's scary to me. And people know that because people have dug and done their research. And like, I've had people send me things to my home address and like, it's terrified me like to like, oh, to my, yeah, where I've like oh, literally like sought protection. So like, I just think that's important to say. I've like wanted to publicly say that for a while now. And like, even though I've said it in lives, like just think it's important to be heard like somewhere like, you know, we're speaking with you guys in a conversation because that is so like just it's, sometimes your privacy like I, I read these stories about big artists like taylor swift and how i read i think an article about how she like learned how to remove a bullet if i'm not mistaken i could mm -hmm. wrong something like that because she had a stalker that was like found on her couch and like her security would like find them and like she had a restraining order and everything uh -huh. against them and she was like I, I just like you read those stories and you go oh that's scary but then like when you're in the position where it's like you see how people can uncover so much information about you you're sort of like oh my god and especially in like 2022 where yeah. artists you're expected to you know have all these platforms in which you show not only you I mean not only it's put out the music but you know, yeah. people that listen to music want to know who's behind the music. So you feel like this obligation to right. keep people updated all the time. So it's, yeah, it's kind of, yo, it's 2022 is crazy. I wonder what it's going to be like 2052. Oh That's my what God. I'm saying. I'm around everywhere. You know, yeah. we're like, yeah. 
Right. Really, I'm stressing out just listening to you. No, guys. no, no. Oh my this. God. I'm I don't like, want to I'm stress glad. you. Exactly why I didn't become a pop star. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't handle all this. But that's the issue is like when you're like a kid, right? When I'm six years old and I'm like got my little karaoke machine and I'm just imitating my favorite singers and then I start to write my own music and then I release my own music. You just never think about this. Like mm -hmm. this is not a thought that crosses your brain. You don't think about like privacy is going to be a thing because you're just like, I want to sing. And then as you become like, more i guess maybe more like known i don't even know what the known or whatever into like, it. yeah and like that's just something that i feel like needs to be said is like just respect your artists like whether you're independent because i'm not beyonce right now but like one day you know when it gets to the point where it's like a little bit like out of control it's going to be like hard to have these kind of types of conversations so i think it's important for just people to hear that because you know, you got to respect your like people's privacy. But I will say, I love sharing everything with them online. And that's why I still go on every night. Because if I felt too uncomfortable, I would have stopped that, you know. But I love talking to them. They are my best friends. I've become closer with them. You know, these people know more about me than sometimes like my own family does. Like I just, I'm always in conversation with them. Like we, I go on live for five hours sometimes. There's been, I've been on live for like 11 hours, 12 hours. And it's just me sitting there like talking to them. Like I'll wow. eat food. I like, I'll be like, hey guys, like, oh, I like, you know, my door dash is here be right back and like you know they know everything like about me wow. I, I mean a lot so I love sharing that with them I really do because it's a it's a like it's a bond that we've built over time and I think that's super important you know as well yeah. before we let you go here Alas, we I wanted to talk about your status as an independent artist I'm sure you've gotten you know labels have over the years have probably knocked on your door several times that sort of thing and I don't want to go into about into too much detail about why you're independent, all that kind of stuff, because that can be really dense, you know, um, <laughs> really detailed. But in terms of the day to day, you know, especially given that your aesthetic, your social media presence, you're always done up. Now you, you we got the laid back, relaxed, stripped down a lust today. Yeah. But a lot of people on social media and your music videos, you've got amazing hair, amazing makeup, amazing outfits, the choreography. And if you were on a major label, you would have people, you know, assisting you with this, putting this together for you. But since you're independent, how does all that work? Yeah. So it's, wow, great question. Because that's a question independent artists should be asked. Because we put in so much time and energy into creating visuals or creating a record or doing everything. And I think it's like, it's so important to have this conversation. Um, man. You know, I have great people that I rely on as well. I think that pu pulling together a great team is like, you know, that's a great task as well to be to be said. Like, I think people that pull together teams are just very important people. So whoever does that at the label, like shout out to them, because, you know, when you're a, like a big artist and you have to pull together the right team, that's important. Um, I think like the vision always starts as with the artist, right? But I still will call upon people. Like you're nothing without your team. And I think like I have, there's people that I've worked with that, you know, like for example, the uh, For Money Dance, um, Dechelle, she did my hair. She's amazing. You know, these are uh, my my friends in the on the East Coast, right? So she did my hair. Like those looks are a collaborative effort. You know what I mean? Xavier, um, he did my makeup for this, for this video. And he's one of my friends as well. And like we like I'll, you know, I'll have phone calls with them initially and be like, so this is the vibe and I'll show them the treatment that I created and be like, this is really what I want to go for. But like these people know what they're doing, you know, like they've done hair, they've done makeup for a long time, stuff like that, you know? Um, and I'm like, so what do you think if like the vibe is this, like, are you thinking like what color wig? And like, we'll toss ideas back and forth. I think that's super important to have like that collaborative effort because 
I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Like that's exhausting. Like I want to have your professional opinion, your ideas, because that's what makes the vision come to life. Because if it was just me, I don't know if I would have put the money in the, the money wrapped up in the roses in the hair. Like that was just shell on set being like, let's grab some of the money and like put them in. And I was like, get out. You're so genius. Like this is genius. So I don't know, stuff like that, that makes it a collaborative effort. Um, you know, having like the right director, um, Mikey D'Amico did this video and he's so amazing. Like, first of all, like chef's kiss that the cinematography, like what I'm obsessed with, like just the crisp, the quality of it and how it looked like a gangster film you know we had the cigar on set and like we had the smoke running and like you know just the shots where like we're in slow motion smoking and like I don't even smoke but I'm like for this role I will do what it takes to be an actress like mm. you know like I think I'm like I am like you know I think I'm a method actor on set but like it's just me yeah music like I'm just being funny but you know like stuff like that we I think like coming together and collaborating as a creative is super important to me. So having your team, even if you're not at a label and you, you know, you don't have like all these different, you know, people, product manager and all these things, like you could still have your creative team and that still can make the vision come to life, you know? So that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this real with Jordan and Demi money dance is out tomorrow. Well, most people that, watch or listen to our show they'll probably it'll probably already be out so if you're listening to this on st patrick's day or later go check out money dance and all the other great music and visuals that ls has to offer yeah man check it out you're gonna get lucky it's a money manifesting song lucky number 13 that's your number <laughs> that's my number baby that's my lucky number yeah. But I really want to like, hopefully I can link you in LA. That would be fire. Oh my God, please. Please hit me like, up. I no, need no. friends out here. I need real friends, it's especially like, you know about the East Coast. So you know. Yeah. 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 Demi's from the Bronx and she's coming West Coast. So she's got that whole like East Coast, West Coast thing going mm -hmm. on. So. Yes, yeah. please. Please hit me up. Every, every big rapper since the beginning of time always had East Coast versus West Coast too. Mm -hmm. Facts. So, you know, we continue with that. Facts. Like tradition. It's tradition. It's tradition. I'm a biggie mm -hmm. girl. No. let's go <laughs> i feel you know what's funny is i was thinking about this the other day is how like um if i feel like everyone in new york and people in general know it but i feel like everyone in new york knows like all the words to juicy like if you just stick a microphone in there <laughs> everyone can at least do the first like you know six right sentences or whatever right but i'm like straight into like i'll be like who shot you i'll get right into the i'm riding around with okay. you know this is like right. like middle school thing to do right 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 <laughs> bro i love it I love all right it. we'll let you go thank you so much thank you for having and me. good luck on everything else you got thank you on. so much thank you guys all right that was alas her new single money dance is out on St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. So Let's check that out. Friend. All right, Demi. Get here soon. We miss we miss being in the same room as each other. This is the one thing I have from LA that you're, I keep, I'm just like the vape habit from LA back to New York. I hold it, I hold it with me as a reminder. <laughs> just kidding. That's we do not endorse vaping on this show. <laughs> we don't. So I was gonna tell Les, please don't start vaping, but then I didn't get the chance to you because it's all right, guys. As always, go to uh popdust.com for all our previous episodes listen to the audio version on apple Podcasts, spotify iheart etc uh and of course youtube and facebook watch tiktok we're everywhere join us next week when our guest will be shamir until then we'll see you later